You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Lara Zavolza on with us from the Remote Nurse Coach. Thank you for being here with us today, Lara. I'm really excited to be here. I've been a listener for a while, so it's nice to be on the other end finally. So thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start out by giving us a little background about you as a nurse? Yeah, so I've been a nurse for nine years, and I can kind of divide my I worked at a university hospital where I was working on a med surge and telemetry floor. And uh, I kind of was on night shift and not really liking the schedule very much. So um, I had heard that outpatient um, roles were a little bit more family friendly and kind of a better lifestyle. So I decided to apply for an outpatient role. And so that's where I worked for the next three years and took care of patients with bone marrow um, transplants and benign hematology patients. So, I kind of found my calling in that and really loved micromanaging all of the appointments and scheduling, um, kind of a bossy per by nature. So that was kind of like it for me. And it seemed like the patients liked that as well. So it worked. But one thing I didn't like about it was um, the environment that I was working in. I felt like if it, it was a revolving door and I uh, really couldn't give the care I wanted to people. And I actually didn't really like myself anymore as a nurse. Um, I was being really short with people and um, I just I felt like people who were just getting cancer diagnoses I just wasn't giving them um, really the best of me so um, you would think at that point that I would actually leave nursing but I actually didn't I actually stayed in until I had like this life-changing event we can talk about that more a little bit later but um, it wasn't until then that I decided to get out of that outpatient role um, to where I am now, which is in a remote world um, where I am uh, working with still bone marrow transplants. Um, and I've been there for the last three years now. So I've absolutely loved where I am now. I kind of feel like I'm Goldilocks a little bit where I'm just trying to like continuously like make, a make it a little bit better. And I have like some components of my job, but other components I haven't. But now I kind of feel like I'm, I'm the real life Goldilocks and finally found everything just right. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so you were working in this outpatient, something happened, which I do want to get to. Um, and then you started in a remote role. And did you find it hard to find remote roles for nurses? Like how do you even start to, I mean, that seems to me like the hospital is the only place you can go. Yeah, so I actually didn't know anyone before I went remote. And so it was completely um, just kind of figure it out as long as, uh, you know, as I went on. And um, I decided to kind of start with my area, uh, my specialty, and try to figure out how to kind of work in different environments. So I didn't even really understand the word remote at that time. I just knew that I wanted to be able to travel. And so I was kind of looking for more of that aspect. And I think the remote part came up then in my search. So um, yeah, I, I was able to just kind of hone in on the specialty and then from there, I found something that worked with my lifestyle. 
Okay. Um, and like, what kind of roles would fall under this? Um, so right now my title is uh, nurse coordinator, but I've, I've kind of learned over the years, I've been here for the last three years in a remote role that sometimes the remote roles don't always match up to the title. Uh, sometimes they do, uh, for example, like clinical document um, review, for example, that, that pretty much says in the title what you're doing. But for me, like I'm not coordinating anything, but I'm called a nurse coordinator. But there's so many different different roles that you could have. I, I know case management is probably the one people are most familiar with that, that are listening on this. Um, a lot of people know that from our inpatient, but there is also capacity for it to be used outpatient as well. Um, in addition to even remote um, case as well, working with insurance companies, um, doing appeals um, and denials type of work. A lot of people also are familiar with that something or tele, for example, to, to the patient. Many roles exactly uh, match. You really broke up on that last one, Laura. Um, so okay. I mean, you had, you had said case management, um, you know, being the outpatient denials, tele, can you start with like the telehealth um, that you were talking about? Yeah, uh, telehealth is for people that want to uh, stay connected with the patients kind of one-on-one. -on -one. They don't really want to do very much paperwork um, or insurance uh, work. They can still do one-on-one -on -one things. So that's a common myth, I think, with some of the um, remote roles is that they're not completely uh, hands-off when it comes to patient care. You can still be hands-on. It's just a matter of what you like better. Okay. And, you know, I'll just, I'm just going to say that Lara is not only a remote nurse, but she's in a remote location <laughs> as well. Yes. So she wanted to, what, what um, area are you in? So I'm in California and I'm five miles outside of Yosemite National Park. So uh, I have no cell reception here. Everything's on Wi-Fi. And of course they're doing uh, Wi-Fi internet um, work today. So it's just my luck that, uh, that I have this going on. So it's probably like the biggest uh, event so yeah, happening in I'm your at. town. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. <laughs> um, okay. So why don't we go back to what you mentioned before, um, you know, why you made that transition from outpatient into remote um, and what caused that, what, what triggered that? Yeah. So like I had said, the outpatient role um, I had, I really liked what I was doing, but I didn't like the environment that I was doing it in. So um, the environment was kind of toxic and um, it wasn't, uh, I didn't like who I was in that environment, but the life-changing that I, life-changing event I kind of had was uh, I went to the chiropractor one day because of course I had back pain after years of pulling patients up in bed. And uh, on one of my off days, I decided to go get it checked out. And of course, as a new patient, they wanted me to do some x-rays prior to doing any uh, treatment, which I totally understood. And so I was in the back room with the chiropractor himself. He didn't have like an x-ray tech or anything. And he did the, the x-rays. And while he was doing the x-rays, uh, he kind of was quiet for a little bit. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? And he's like, you're a nurse, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a nurse. He's like, okay, I really wouldn't do this if, if you weren't a nurse, but since you are, why don't you come around to the other side of the wall and want to show you something? So I'm like, oh, okay, all right, what's going on? And he says, there's something about the size of a golf ball on your brain here. I was like, okay. And I think I was in shock because he had said to me, we can still continue with the rest of the appointment, 
but I'm going to need you to go to your PCP right after this appointment. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I guess, you know, because I've already paid for it and everything. And uh, so he goes through and like is, is, you know, doing whatever he's doing on my back. And the whole time, I think I'm just in shock because I'm just like, I, I like, I don't think a normal person would have been like, okay, yeah, let's continue with the appointment and then I'll go do the important stuff after. But, um, but I, that's what I did. And so, of course, after the appointment, I called my PCP, told her the situation. She was so gracious to let me come in the same day. And um, yeah, I called my, my boyfriend at the time and my mom and they met me at the appointment. And uh, the PCP kind of was a little skeptical because uh, I have always gone in for my routine follow-ups and everything, like no prior issues. Um, but she was like, let's, let's do the x-rays again. So we did the x-rays again. And this time there was an x-ray tech. And x-ray tech asked me, were you wearing your ponytail at the time when you were doing your x-rays? I said, yeah, why? And she was like, well, I can't really say. I was like, I, I get it. You can't say, but like, can you say anyway, like, you know, just give me some relief here. If maybe there's a possibility, like I've been dealing with cancer for uh, a while with the patients I was taking care of. So I was used to like how these things come up, right? Like usually people don't find out that they have cancer until they just go to one random appointment and then do some lab work. So I was used to how this thing kind of shows up. And uh, sure enough, she was like, well, I think it may be that, but you know, don't tell the doctor I, I told you that. So of course I go into the doctor's room and she's like, I think that's what it was because it's not showing up on these repeat x-rays. So that's what the size of the fall was. And I was just so relieved, but really in that moment, I thought before I was like, I just, I'm not happy where I'm at right now. And I promised myself at that moment um, that I was kind of given this like aha moment where I just need to reevaluate where I'm at. I need to get out. I'm not happy. And I, I promised myself that I would get out and that's exactly what I did. But, um, it, it took a life changing to do that, which is a little bit sad. Um, but that's how it went for me. Um, yeah, I'm super glad that it was really just the ponytail, but you know, I mean, I, I can imagine being really angry after that as well, but at the same time, like you said, uh, you know, I'm almost jealous of that moment where everything comes into perspective when you think potentially you're going to die. Right. And like, you know, they always ask you that philosophical, well, if you're going to die in a year and you knew it, what would you do? And you're like, oh, but, but you actually had that experience, like a real experience. So, you know, it's your very gut, what it was that um, you would do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that kind of made me realize that I really want to travel. I haven't done everything I wanted to do yet. And I said, how can I make nursing able to, you know, travel with it? But without going into travel nursing, I really wasn't interested in travel nursing. I didn't like having to go somewhere new every three months. I wanted to do it more on my own schedule. Uh, so with that, that really helped me kind of figure out what I wanted when I was applying for remote nursing jobs. So tell me about um, the remote nurse coach. Where did that come from? Yeah, so I've been in business a little over a year now, and it really started out by just doing this for free to try to help other people um, because I really didn't have a lot of help myself when I was figuring everything out. So it was kind of just a, a passion project. Um, and 
I just kind of realized after a while, I was like, I need to start charging for this. I need to make this a, a business because this isn't something I, I can do forever for free. So um, so now that's that's what I do. I help nurses uh, kind of go remote and uh, help them with their, their resume, their LinkedIn, interviewing and applying and all that jazz. And um, yeah, it's 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 been very interesting. And I've, I love just helping people get out of like the toxic bedside and into something that's more either conducive to their lifestyle or family or travel plans, whatever it may be, um, just so that they can have a, a better nursing experience because it's out there and just people don't know about it. Right. So after you got your remote position, um, did you decide to, you know, hey, I guess I'll just throw a website up or, you know, I'll start doing YouTube videos. Like what was the thought there? I actually was just kind of playing around with everything. I didn't really have any direction. I was just unsure. I hadn't really had any kind of business coach or anything at this point yet. So I was like, well, let me just let me just try this out because I think the worst thing you can do is just wait until you feel like you have the answer. Sometimes you have to go through a lot of failures to figure out what works for you. So I actually uh, had a different website and I thought I was going to do travel blogging where maybe I was just going to document some of my travels while working remote and maybe I, I would connect with people that way. But I found I didn't like blogging very much and uh, really found myself doing more things on Facebook where I was reaching out to people and just saying, you know, reading that if they had some uh, issue with trying to get out of nursing, I would say, oh, well, you know, did you know about this? Because I did. And I felt like I was just kind of singing its praises uh, about remote nursing, about how it can really help. Um, of course, it can't solve everything, but it can really help a lot of problems. Um, and, you know, burnout being one of the biggest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so then how did you, how did you figure out how to monetize something like this? I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I think I watched one of your videos. I think um, it, it was just really trial and error for everything. I ended up getting a, um, a coach as well. And that kind of helped me a little bit, but uh, he wasn't skilled in the business side of it. He was just more skilled in the remote part of it because I wanted to be able to really know what I was talking about. I think that's something that I've always um, tried tried to do is I want to be educated about what I'm teaching other people about. So uh, I I had hired a remote coach, and uh, what he does is he helps people find remote jobs uh, just in the remote world, so not necessarily nursing. So my spin on it was to make it about nurses in particular. So that was really nice to get his kind of idea on it and kind of uh, what he does for his business side. But of course, he wasn't a, a business coach per se, but I was able to find out uh, and learn a few things about how he ran his own business. Yeah. And, you know, to that point, I would say, um, you know, there, I don't think there's any one coach out there that can do everything right. Like you, you get coaches for different areas when you need them. And it sounds like you needed that guy in the beginning and then, um, you know, he served his purpose. <laughs> yes. So Yes, he did. And it was a good, good connection. And I just, uh, was able to kind of connect more into the remote world because there are, there are other types of uh, professions that do this remotely. Like, you know, there's IT people being one. And I just really wanted to kind of be acquainted with people who are, who are living the type of lifestyle that I like to live too. So it's a little bit selfish on my end. Well, that's when the, the best things come when we do yeah. things that <laughs> work yeah. for us. Then it's like, you know, you get to share it. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, oh, you have... Um, you have a list of companies that hire outside of the U.S. too. That's kind of exciting. 
Yeah, so that was a common question that I got a lot and I would respond so many times with, I don't know, actually, this isn't my, my area because my company that I work for now allows me to work anywhere within the U.S., but I don't know about outside the U.S., but I would have so many people contact me like and say, well, I want to work outside the U.S., and so uh, I actually decided to, to investigate it and uh, put in some time and just build a list. I think it's just like 10 companies right now or 10 or 15. And uh, that, that took me a while to find those companies because I wanted to make sure they were reputable as well. They had like some kind of LinkedIn or their career page looked legit and it wasn't just a, hey, send your application to this email. I don't like those. Um, they make me kind of like cringy and I feel nervous about those. But yeah, so I, I finally just put together a list so that I wouldn't, I, I would stop saying, I don't know when people ask me. <laughs> and this is going to sound like I'm such an old nurse, but like back in my day, uh, you know, I would have loved to have had something like this because one, there was no internet, uh, you know, and I had to search like magazines and articles and newspapers for anything. And I remember at one point, this would have been like the late nineties, I wanted to be a nurse in in London, in the UK. Um, and that was, so I came across kind of all of those positions, but they were bedside nursing positions. So like remote nursing position abroad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of it is like with the big uh, pharmaceutical companies, I think if people were to ask me like, what's the majority type of of companies that these are from, it's usually for pharmaceuticals. So uh, that that's really where they're at. Because if you think about it, most of those pharmaceutical companies have locations in different areas, but they still need like different English speakers and um, they still need to do clinical trials, information, research and, you know, things like that. So that's really the majority of, of where I found the, those positions. But some people don't even know that that information. So for anyone listening, that's just a, a quick little tidbit on on outside uh, remote nursing roles. Right. So, and then these, um, the remote positions that you have, the, the 50 companies for uh, that hire remote nurses, is it all kind of like similar types of positions or is it like what you were talking about before? It's kind of all over the, the map of different things you could do. Yeah. So for the, for the list that I created for the 50 companies, um, this was another list similar where I had people just ask me like, well, what companies hire? And and I would respond a lot and say a, a ton of them do. And they were like, well, what specifically are the ones that hire? And so I created the, the list. But um, this this actually has is a, hot, a hodgepodge of different things. So there's labor and delivery positions in there. There's match surge positions. I really wanted to kind of do this uh, variety pack, if you will, of, of companies. There's some outside um, remote positions in there as well. So I just kind of wanted to to give a variety so that you could see how expansive and how diverse these jobs can really be, but they're all different types of roles as well. So it's really my variety pack. And um, otherwise, I kind of uh, will send people to uh, one of my my partners that I work with, Sadie, uh, the remote nurse. She has a job board where she's just been like she just teched out and just completed this amazing website where you can just filter everything based on your license and even state um, and and it's just amazing, but I don't have those tech skills to do what, what she does. Um, that, that's pretty amazing. But if you want just a list of, of companies to get started, maybe you want to do your own research, that's kind of what I have. But otherwise, I kind of recommend that free job board if you want to, you know, keep an eye on it and have someone else do the work for you. Okay. 
Um, and then you have this remote nursing workup as well. And I, it says that you can get a nurse, a remote nursing job without prior experience, which is counter to like a nursing school where they tell you you have to graduate and work the next 20 years in med surge to, to move on. So, um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so the, the four week course that I have, I have a master's in nursing education. So I felt like I really kind of want to utilize my nursing degree in that education aspect because I feel like I haven't done very much with it. So this was kind of my baby project where I just love um, I love teaching and then I just love putting together a course. So this is kind of um, developed so that it drips out once a week and uh, kind of goes over, like I was saying, the, the resume, the LinkedIn, um, the 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 interviewing and talks about exactly what you need to do uh, without having that prior experience. And um, come come in August, I will actually be adding a telehealth certificate to the to the course as well. So I'm super excited about about that. But this is kind of really more of a comprehensive, like you want someone to handhold you through the whole way. Um, this is really kind of what I recommend because I had those people too, where I kept getting, um, you know, direct messages come in with like frequent questions like every other day. And it's just like, at this point, I think you would maybe benefit from something a little, uh, you know, a little bit more handholding, holding, sorry, uh, with the four week uh, course that I have. Yeah, yeah, no, we get, we get that a lot too, because with all our courses, um, you know, the, the people, they'll, they'll contact you and I don't think they realize they're asking like intense coaching questions, like right. which lawyer should I hire? What should I say to them? Um, how much should I spend? Where can I get my medical director? And, you know, what insurances should I contact all in a, like an Instagram DM? And I'm like, oh my God, right. <laughs> that's going to take me like an hour to answer all that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, no, I, we, we've learned so much um, about what to offer uh, nurses just by talking to them and them asking us things that we couldn't answer. And it sounds like that's what, you know, you have developing here as well. So are there other things that they're asking you for that you're getting ready to, to launch or thinking about or? Yeah, I think the, the thing that I'm trying to do based on what everyone's demand has been is the cert certificate uh, to the course. So I've actually partnered up with um, uh, AHA and um, I'm going to be getting people like a group discount so that they're able to not only complete my course, but also leave with a certificate. So I think that that's going to be beneficial for them to stand out as applicants uh, because not many people really even know that there's a telehealth certificate um, and you don't need a certificate. You don't need uh, to um, have a certain background per se, but it does make you stand out. And so that's always something I like to say as a disclaimer, you can do this without any of it, but it does also make you stand out if you're applying against really either high applicant pool or maybe very strong candidates. Yeah. Well, the other part to that, and I am, uh, I'll admit I'm addicted to certificates. I love them, but it's this feeling like you've been through A through Z through the topic, right? Like if I get a certificate in it, then I know kind of the space as opposed to if I'm trying to figure it out on my own, there might be something that's missing and I can't stand that. So like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's another thing too, that I, I feel like helps applicants in the interview process is when people say, why should we select you? Well, I'm telehealth, you know, certified or I have a certificate and that's going to be something that that just stands out that the other applicant just won't have. So I think that builds confidence as well in the in the person that's applying. And because I've, I've noticed a lot of times with, with nurses that I've worked with, um, they have uh, I don't want to say low self-esteem, but they really don't know their worth. And so I feel like if a certificate 
makes you feel a little bit better about yourself, then go ahead and, and do that. Feel confident when you're applying because people will see that when they're interviewing you. I'm sure you you know that you've interviewed, I'm sure, a ton of people, but you can you can see confidence and and that really can can either make it or break it for you in an interview process. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Lara. So um, tell me, like, what is your big vision for this, like in the next year or two years? Or what do you want to see happen? Yeah, well, this is still uh, my side hustle for me since I work full time as well. So uh, right now, my immediate plans are to still focus on connections and networking. So I will be speaking at my first ever conference coming up at TravCon in uh, I think September in Las Vegas. So I hate public speaking, but uh, this is a personal goal that I'm trying to do. And I've, I've, I've spoken at uh, like my college before and, and done things like that, but not an official conference. So I'm really trying to work on building my own personal skill set, especially when it comes to personal uh, public speaking, excuse me, and uh, just building networks and, and relationships right now to try to get the word out there that, um, that this is an option for nurses. And I love that. And there's no better way to, you know, tackle the fear of speaking other than the fear, you know, going through and yes. speaking. And also talking about the, the confidence level, like everybody wants to see you do well, but, um, you know, once you're up there, oh my gosh, like you are the guru, right? You're the vetted person that, you know, everybody's going to want to know. So what a great way to promote uh, what you're doing and, and help nurses to find the job that they want. So all right, Lara. So thank you so much for doing this podcast with us today. Where can people find you if, if they're interested in finding out more? Yep. So my website is www.theremotenursecoach.com or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram at nomadnursee. And uh, I hope to, to hear from anybody that's interested in, in doing this and just super thankful, Katie, for uh, having me on today. So thank you again. Great. Thank you.